are you doing there, Ryman? Jumping the gun? Leave Folks, the guy alone. <laughs> Seen and Not Heard is a podcast series will be airing on AMI-audio December 17th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Carolyn Minx is the author and star of this podcast series. The fictional story is about a young woman uh, named uh, Bette who lost a significant amount of her hearing in their uh, late teens. And, of course, is adjusting to life with a disability from her struggles with romance, her parents, learning ASL, and dealing with day-to-day life. Seen and Not Heard offers a glimpse into her life. Following the presentation of the series, check out Jacob Shemansky's interview with Caroline Minx. Seen and Not Heard on AMI-audio Saturday, December 17th at 11 a.m. Eastern. Margaret Weldon with me, Kelly McDonald here. And it's now time for our Chatty Bookshelf segment with Ryan Huey. Hi, Ryan. What have you got for us today? Hey guys, thanks for having me. Oh, it's uh, you know, cold Friday in December, and I just wanted to remind you guys that publishers, retailers, authors, and uh, really anybody that has a presence in the audiobook world uh, in terms of sales will be starting their 12 Days of Christmas giveaway, and you'd be hard-pressed not to find a company that doesn't do it these days. So look out on social media for those giveaways, for those freebies. Uh, some are handing out free codes. Uh, there's a lot of different things I've seen out there already, and it's you know only the beginning of December. So uh, I'm looking forward to to this month and seeing what we can get our hands on for free so, out there. So do you think there's um outside like I mean outside of the the free stuff we're talking about, Rye? Do you think there's a panic when it comes to movement of audiobooks or with the pandemic uh, and with obviously costs? I mean, people can only buy so much stuff at any given time, but is is it thriving? Is it, or have you heard of industry taking a hit? Honestly, no, for the most part. Um, the, the, I guess the hit, if you want to even call it that, is that more people are renting or borrowing from libraries or bookshare right. clubs rather, yes. than, rather than buying. But I think the point from an author and a narrator is like, I don't really care how you listen to it as long as you listen to it, right? Uh, for the most part, obviously, you know, if, you, if you're, someone's uploading it to YouTube and everyone's listening for free. They got a problem with that. Right. But you know, the, the libraries do uh, have deals with, with publishers and authors and things like that to get the books there out into your hands or into your ears. And I think that's a lot of um, even publishing companies are more uh, receptacle or receptive, sorry, to um, the libraries having these books and letting them be borrowed out. And it's got to come back eh, Margaret twofold when it comes to people, Listening, if you're loaning someone a book, they're hearing about an author maybe they don't know about or a book they don't, a lot of people in more cases will say, geez, I want to read this again. I want this myself. I want it for mine or I want to read more of the material. So it must kind of work twofold. I think it works more than that too, Kelly. And I, I don't know whether it's because um, I enjoy the audiobooks myself, but I must say even in the past couple of years, I find a lot more people talking about books now, um, you know, the, the audio books. I mean, it used to be that a lot of people would, you know, talk more about TV shows that they used to like to watch. But now the books seem to be out there and seems to be a top form of the um, entertainment world. And so. Ryan, there's budget now to have actual commercials on TV for this stuff. You see the Audible commercials all the time. Well, I mean, Audible is 
owned by Amazon, right? And Amazon Prime is showing all the Thursday night football games and that can't be cheap either. So there, you know, the, the money is definitely there. And it's really interesting because I think word of mouth is so powerful, <laughs> even if yes. you're using the social media, uh, you know, it's still still considered word of mouth, right? So Ryan recommends this book. Oh, even if three people go out and buy it, that's three more sales. Um, whether or not I borrowed it from a library doesn't matter as long as you're getting the kind of word of mouth out there. I think that it's uh, it's really cool. And then a little bit off topic when you're talking about word of mouth, I'm actually going to be in D.C. next uh, Friday. So uh, I'm going to a bookstore called Capitol Hill Books. And it's really cool because I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of a story on it, but they have a banned words list and I'm hoping to grab some interviews with some people there. So fingers crossed, but we will have some more information on, on that, too. So it's, it's going to be a really fun listen. That will be tremendous. And um, yeah, it, it really will. But I'm just thinking about the fact that you, <laughs> what you said, do you, do you think any of the uh, New England Patriots or Buffalo Bills uh, re- read audiobooks? I'm sure a lot of these guys do. But it's funny <laughs> you mentioned that because uh, I was I was laughing at the commercials and it's so, so poignantly true. But even outside of the Amazon football game, seeing them and it's just absolutely wonderful. Ryan, let's get to your actual topic today. What interesting story do you have to share with us today? I found this truly fascinating, but I think it's because I'm a big book geek. So before I begin, do you guys know how many, like how much time actually 1 billion hours is? No, I'd have to crunch that with our friend. with the So did I, right? Exactly. That's what I did. Just for context, it is 41.67 million hours or sorry, days, pardon me, or 5,470 years. Wow. It's quite it's quite a long time. Uh, and yeah. one one prestigious book series has reached one billion hours of listening time. Any guesses? This should be quite easy, um, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Well, I, I've got to say, probably, and the wrong person is here is 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 not here in this group right now. Uh, is it got to be our our old boy here, Harry Potter? Absolutely, you got it. And okay. wow. even though I've never it's listened, I can't believe. One billion hours, like just to put that in context, like I can't believe how long that is. Like that's that's incredible. Even if you're not a fan of the series, you have to appreciate that. And people are still going crazy over it, whether it's a re-release, whether it's a, I mean, obviously Audible could be like, hey, here's a dollar off. And someone that doesn't have it probably would just say, okay, great, I'm going to pick it up, right? And then start listening to it and you're hooked. Apparently after the first book, it is just you're you're all in. You're jumping well, in the two feet, and, and you're re-listening, right? That we hear the mm-hmm. like it's one of those types. You know, Ryan, you read, read lots of books, and you'll never pick that book up again. You read it, it oh, that's great. That was interesting, cool ending. Boom, it's gone. But this is one of these things people reread. Like my mother, before she passed, was a huge fan of this stuff. Um, and, and I always chuckle because I started reading one of the books before it, it became what what not i won't say what it is today but even before the first book became so popular it was sent to me uh, through CNIB library at the time and I, and because i in place of something else i'm like what the heck is this thing um i didn't make my way through it and then it exploded you know i read a good part of it, it exploded and it's phenomenal because it is the kind of thing that people return to the scene of the crime rereading it so that's got to really also be factored into this how many you know again the uh, not taking away from the success of the series no, and you're absolutely right. And I even you can bridge that over to the movie too, right? Like you go see a movie once. Okay, yeah, I'm done. But these movies, they, they keep going back. I bet you if you put the first Harry Potter movie in theaters right now, it'd be sold out tonight. And uh, that's with and, the people uh, who own it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right? So it's still going to it to watch it on the screen. 
it's well, how about the Broadway the, play too? Like, like how, how about what was what was that brought the the cursed Harry Potter and the cursed child? Now, does that is that connected with? Well, the a lot of too? the a lot of what I noticed they do is set it up with. Um, they run the movie and then get an orchestra to play along with it. They do that here and always at once a year do one of the uh, the them that way because I see it advertised. It's every mm-hmm. angle one can have to to immerse people in it. Um, but when you look at rereading, and we're just talking the audio book, really, aren't we, Ryan? We're not talking just, hey, someone picks it up and reads it. We are talking just audiobook tracked hours. Absolutely. This is not considering print copies sold. This is not ebooks. This is not anything. This is just the listening hours for the audiobooks. So, 1 billion total listening hours. And that's unbelievable to me. Like, that's so many hours. Just like we said, it's over 5,000 years. Like, can you imagine? I, I, I just can't even. Uh, it's it's just unbelievable. So a lot of a lot of the questions surrounding this were like, how can how can one series do this? So here's a little bit of the facts around uh, the series. So it was released in audio seven years ago and there are seven books. Uh, so it, interesting. So seven books that's you know, included in this one billion hours. However, there's actually 14 books because there was a UK release and a, a North America release with two different narrators. If it was any other series, I would say, hey, that's cheating. But I don't think it matters if you, you know, re-release this five times, ten times. You'd just be, oh, we're at 10, 10 billion hours kind of thing. I think that the fanfare and, and the love is there. It doesn't matter, and it would still be there whether it's one or two. It'd still be pushing the one billion hours because, like right. you said, the re-listening is un- it's uncharted here. And this it was just this is such a fun article. I, I read it and, you know, dare I say, reread it about four times just to make sure I got all the facts right. But it, it's a really cool article, and a lot of people are chiming in. From the book community, from uh, Audible, uh, they had uh, quotes from the author, quotes from the narrators, uh, even some quotes from the people that played the characters in the movies. And they had, oh, we had no idea the audiobook was so popular. We'd only read the print copy. Maybe we should go listen, kind of thing. So I, there's some more added hours into that, right? And it's just an amazing journey. And I can't believe, really, it's only been seven years. Like, can you believe that? A billion yeah. hours in seven years? Wow. I know I keep repeating that, but that's. I just, but here's a question for you, Ryan. Yeah, but here, here's a question. Um, in this article, did it ever talk about, um, did it ever break it down to say how many hours people, you know, for each book to total up this, this, uh, this, this large number? No. You so said there's seven books, down, right? Yeah, it didn't break it down per hour. But what it did do is like one of the fun facts was how many times from start to finish would you read the series? And this is 8.5 million times someone has read the series from start to finish. And that's not to say, oh, maybe someone just read book two and then called it quits because that might've happened. I highly doubt it, but you know what I mean? Uh, Or someone could have stopped halfway. No, I don't like this, but they said about 8.5 million times the series would have been uh, listened to from start to finish uh, included in this 1 billion hours. And that's that's a huge number too. Oh, it is. It's phenomenal. Uh, and and not many series have that because they're not, and I don't want to say designed that way because I'm certainly not suggesting for a moment, J.K. Rowling, this is the way I'm going to make this so that people will reread, reread, reread. Yeah, you're going to get some people that do that because they like something so much, but the, 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 the um, cult <laughs> following it has uh, has just really made it so wonderful. Anything else, sir, on those facts? It's actually really cool because uh, one was a little vague, but it said, you know, if you were to put, put this down into space travel, you'd only be about five light years away from Pluto. I don't know how far a light year is, but they said that's not that far. 
Uh, so they're like, you know, the universe is vast, but this is this is still a crazy amount of hours. And then really fun. So it said you could tour Hogwarts uh, Academy campus 14,000 times from start to finish for one billion hours. And again, I haven't read the series, so I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, 14, uh, 14,000 times, that's, that must be a pretty big campus then kind of thing or um, academy, right? So uh, really cool with, with this stuff like that. But what, what I found even cooler was some of the praise that people were getting. So you have um, the narrators and they're just, I can't believe my words have been listened to this many times. Uh, Harry Potter was the book that Audible shot into space uh, in like the sound wave kind of thing to see if anything would come back. And, you know, obviously it never did, but uh, that should be included in this too. There was just a lot of really cool things associated with the story as if Harry Potter needed more press, but this is just a wonderful thing to release right around this time, the holidays. And, you know, I bet you it boosts sales a little bit if you, if, as if it needs it, right? That's right. That's it. Well, Ryan, thanks so much for your time today. Um, a great series and have lots of fun in DC next week. And we'll talk to you from thanks, there. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Have a good that weekend. Was, you do the same. That was Ryan Huey from the Chatty Bookshelf, and he joins us next Friday for another audiobook talk. You know, it's interesting, too, because uh, some of the things that, that, I've, that you know, Ryan had in his notes uh, about it, um, I'm, I'm just looking here, uh, you know, even just the time for reading it did not take, uh, you know, the, the, the whole working it out and, and reading the whole thing uh, to, to record it, but so many hours for people listening back, and it's just pretty phenomenal. And uh, congratulations to the, the Potter fans out there because they've made something very unique, very amazing. Are we going to see that again, Margaret, in history when it comes to audiobooks? And, and I love the tracking of these things. Of course we will. We think may take a while for that to happen. Or maybe there's something out there that we haven't realized has the same kind of cachet when it comes to listing hours. But really amazing. We'll step aside for a couple of moments, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, as we usually do on the Fridays when we can, we're going to revisit and weigh in on conversations from the past week on Cut for Time. Stick around. Stick around. 